Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a certified microdosing practitioner, menstrual cycle coach, and feminine embodiment mentor. And I'm on a mission to break taboos around women's bodies, periods, and psychedelics. On this show, we're exploring all things spirituality, sexuality, mysticism, and empowerment. Come along as I interview other coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey towards self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this, the 100th episode of The Light Within. I cannot believe it. It has been well over two years since I launched the podcast. And gosh, we have had so many amazing guests over the last 100 episodes. And so much has happened in my life. And so I am so excited to be here with you for this solo episode as we celebrate 100 episodes together. You know, when I look back, it is wild to think of all the up-leveling I have experienced since starting this podcast in 2021. In 2021, I was solidly still in my news life. I was trying to find ways to light myself up through passion projects like this, through trainings, through learning. And honestly, I'm still constantly learning and finding new areas of interest. And because of that, my business and the podcast, well, they have pivoted slightly, which I'm sure you've noticed since we've been talking a lot about plant medicine and mushrooms over the last few weeks. And that's really because I just wrapped up a three-month-long intensive training with Axis Mundi. Brooke from Axis Mundi was on the show a couple of weeks back. And I've just learned so much about the sacred medicine, but even more so, so much about myself. I have learned to hold space for myself, to give myself more compassion. And yes, I wholeheartedly believe it's because of my relationship with this sacred plant medicine with mushrooms, but also just because of this amazing, amazing partnership and and just mentorship, I guess it would really be the better word to call it, with Axis Mundi. I'm really excited with the new pivot. I'm excited to help women and menstruators heal their wounds, transform their lives, step into their power, all through cyclical living, through intentional plant medicine use, and through womb reconnection. It's something I have started to call the Holy Trinity. And it isn't just the basis of my teachings these days when it comes to my business, but it really is how I am living my life right now as well. So if you want to learn more about all of that, I would love to invite you to my free masterclass, all about mushrooms and your menstrual cycle. It's happening Tuesday, April 11th at 6 p.m. Central Time. So you can sign up in the link in the show notes. I am talking about it all over on my Instagram, at Leslie Draffin. And it's really going to be great for anyone who wants to learn how they could benefit from microdosing, and specifically women, because I believe women can benefit from microdosing more than anybody else. I'll also be talking about how mushrooms are alleviating cycle-related problems, things like cramps and migraines, and I will be sharing my cyclical microdosing protocol. It is something I created for myself and my clients. Nobody else is talking about this shit, and I'm not gatekeeping the information. I want you to try it too, so please come to the masterclass. You'll have live access to me. You can ask all of the questions. It's happening again April 11th, so sign up 
You don't want to miss it. Okay. Let's get into this episode. So this was actually a request from a listener, which is so exciting to me. Now, she explained that she had been recently interested in connecting with her cycle and her womb, even though she had had a hysterectomy. And so she wondered, how can people without a cycle or a womb live cyclically or start to connect with this place of feminine power? Well, I am so excited that she asked. So like I spoke about in our February episode about womb reconnection, the womb is the seat of our power. It is where our life force energy lives. And it's not only where we birth physical children, but where we birth our creative projects, our interests, our passions, our desires all live in this space, right? And I believe that you absolutely can connect with your womb, even if you do not have a physical womb. Why? Well, for one thing, we all come from a womb, and therefore we have an energetic connection to it, whether we have a physical womb or not. And we also have womb wounds, wounds that we experienced in utero that were passed down to us from our mothers and even our grandmothers, since the egg that created us is also present within our mothers when they are in their mother's wombs. So, For those people born with a womb, but without one now, you absolutely still have the energetic imprint of that womb within you. And so you can begin connecting with that place of power, connecting with your root and sacral chakra, which are deeply connected to the womb space, and which still remain regardless of your physical anatomy. And so here's how I like to start working with this area, right? Start by becoming aware of the space doing some conscious breathing, some visualization work. You can actually listen to the womb reconnection meditation from episode 92 of the show, where I did a visualization into the womb space to help you meet your womb's inner voice. So you're going to commit to some type of a practice daily, right? It doesn't have to be long. A few minutes is great, but really starting to become aware of this space and to start treating it as something that is sacred, something to be revered, something that is, you know, special and divine to you. Now, the next thing is to start giving loving kindness and compassion to that area, especially your belly, right? So, so often we are walking around here, sucking our bellies in, trying to make ourselves appear smaller. And in turn, that creates a lot of constriction and contraction in our womb spaces. So let your belly breathe, right? Let it all hang out. When I left TV, I really started to sink into the feeling of letting that all hang out, right? I started to wear really comfy clothes, letting my belly be unrestrained, no bras. I really don't wear underwear that often either just because I felt that even that was constricting to my yoni. And it's just helped me feel so much more present in that space. Another amazing way to connect with your womb, if you have a womb or not, is self-touch and womb massage. Now, these are really special ways to honor the sacred part of yourself. You can get a beautiful massage oil. I love the breast oil from Yoni Pleasure Palace. I also have a discount code in the show notes for you if you want to check any of their products out. But you can also just grab something like coconut oil or jojoba oil. Turn on a playlist, something that makes you feel sexy and sensual and relaxed, and give yourself a five-minute womb massage. And honestly, it's super simple, right? It's just rubbing your belly, relishing the feeling of that oil on your skin, and just relaxing into this super luxurious self-care technique. 
And so all of those things are ways that you can honor your womb space, whether you have a physical womb or not. So now let's talk about working with your cycle, your cyclical nature when you actually don't have a menstrual cycle anymore. Now, there are so many reasons why you may be without a cycle at some point in your life. Maybe you're pregnant or breastfeeding. Maybe you're experiencing a hormonal imbalance like PCOS. Maybe you've had surgery to remove your reproductive organs, like the listener who had requested this episode. Or maybe you're going through a life transition, perimenopause. Maybe you've reached menopause. Or maybe you identify as a woman, but you weren't born with a womb. Anyone who's experienced any of these things or who just doesn't have a cycle anymore need look no further than the moon for a guide to cyclical living without a cycle. So I've probably talked about this before, but if you have never heard it, as women, our hormones mirror the moon's journey through her phases. Month after month, every 29 and a half days or so, the moon transitions through her full moon cycle. And it's why so many people start to refer to their bleeds as their moon. It's why in ancient times, it's believed that women bled with the new moon and ovulated at the full when the earth is more fertile. And I believe women were more fertile as well. But it also just makes more sense to me that without electricity, the full moon would have been the perfect light to see to get it on. So when you're aligning with the moon to live cyclically, you would begin to align with her phases. The darkness of the new moon mirrors that inner time of your menstrual cycle or your inner winter. The full moon in all her glory mimics our magnetic, outwardly social time of ovulation at inner summer. The waning phase where the moon goes from its brightest to its darkest mimics our luteal or our inner fall. And then in reverse, the waxing phase where the moon grows from dark to bright mimics inner spring or the follicular phase. And because the moon is so predictable, it can be a great way for you to get into the habit of living cyclically. I believe it's also an amazing way to help you connect with your divine feminine side. So start off by spending some time checking out the moon, moon gazing, watching her as she rises or falls, noticing where she is in the sky. If you love astrology, you can also take note of which sign she's in and also how that sign might relate to your chart. I also really love when I see the moon during the day. I I think that is like the coolest shit ever when I can see the moon when it's sunny outside. Um, It's just so fascinating to me. And I love seeing her peek out at a time when, you know, usually you wouldn't expect her to be there. So moon gazing, an amazing way to start this process. But you can also begin to honor the new and full moon through rituals. So since the new moon is a time of renewal, the death phase in this cycle, I love to set intentions at this point for the next month, writing them down, and then I actually plant them in the earth so that I can then tend and nourish them like I would one of my plants. I'll either put it in my garden, which I just planted a spring garden, or what I've done in the past and what works really well is I just plant them in the potted plant in my meditation room. At the full moon, I like to give gratitude and celebrate all the amazing things in my life. A lot of people will do fire rituals at the full moon, and I also believe that that's an amazing way to honor the moon, our ancestors, and our cycle. So what about really living cyclically, though? Planning your life around your cycle, or in this case, around the moon's cycle. Well, it's actually pretty easy once you get the hang of it. Um, So here's what I do. 
Also, this is a great time to pause and get a notepad if you want my step-by-step guide to sync your cycle with the moon. So I'll wait. Okay, are you back? (laughs) First, you're going to download a moon tracking app on your phone. There are tons of them. Most of them are free. Um, And I honestly don't always know like exactly where the moon is in the sky or exactly which phase she's in. So this app is super handy and helpful. And I'm also not going to pretend to know where you are in the world. So get a moon app, download it to your phone. That's step one. Now you're also going to start using it to help you plan out the four inner seasons of your cycle, right? Just like I said, the new moon is your menstrual cycle and you would mark that on your calendar ahead of time. And you'd also begin to take note of when your inner spring, summer, fall, and winter would fall. So here is how I do it. Here's the nitty gritty for planning your life and the inner seasons around the moon's cycle. For the five days around the new moon, this becomes your period, quote unquote period, your inner winter. I usually like to start two days before the new moon and then extend it to two days after. So this is when you would do things you do while you were on your period, right? Like stay in, stay warm, cuddle, journal, um, spending time with yourself, really focusing on self-care, going inward to explore your own self, your own psyche. Then for the next seven days, as the moon grows from its darkest to its brightest, you would practice things you do in inner spring, trying new things, being in nature, surrounding yourself with flowers, dressing in pastels and florals, eating fresh fruits and vegetables. You know, like when spring is birth and you feel so energetic and excited, that's what this energy is like. That is what the energy of your inner spring is like. And so for the seven days after the new moon, that's the energy you're bringing into this whole entire phase of your life. For the five days around the full moon, again, a few days before, a few days after, moon energy extends a few days before and after any of the big events, right? Like new moon energy, a little before, a little after, same with full moon. So this is your inner summer. You're outgoing, you're feisty, you're feeling yourself. So plan a date night, plan a girl's night, be social, volunteer, move your body. And then for the remaining 12 days, As the moon goes from its brightest at the full moon back to its darkest at the new, that is your inner fall. You're going into hibernation here. This is when you would do those more detail-oriented tasks like cleaning, organizing, bookkeeping, nesting. Your energy is slowly waning as the moon gets darker and darker, so you're more likely to want alone time so that you can replenish yourself and really take care of yourself. And then you would just start over. You would repeat that cycle again for a total of 29 days. Now, move intuitively, right? Recognize how your own energy begins to mimic that of the moon. Um, This is actually what I started with when I came off of the pill in 2020. I didn't have a period for seven months after I quit the pill. So this is how I learned to live cyclically. It's an amazing way to practice self-care, to practice cyclical movement and cyclical eating, all with the help of the moon, right? And also, I should know, because the the moon's full transition is like 29 and a half days, every once in a while, you're going to add a day to one of those inner seasons just to balance everything out. And again, use your moon app to help you out. Um, Also, Not to totally throw you off, but you can also start experimenting with switching up where your inner winter lies. Um, 
Some people like to bleed with the full moon when they're moving cyclically through the moon cycle. So you could decide that inner winter is at the full moon, inner summer at the new moon. It's a little complicated to explain in the podcast, and I don't really feel like it's intuitively what my energy loves, but if you would like me to explain that to you, just send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to fill you in on it. Again, remember that this entire process is all about intuition. And guess where your intuition lives? It's in your womb. So using the moon to connect with your divine feminine energy to live cyclically, menstrual cycle or not, is going to help you honor a part of yourself that is probably begging for nourishment. Honoring your womb space with the practices we talked about at the start of this episode, again, womb or not, is going to help you revitalize your root, your power source, the seat of your energy and passion and creativity. And also one more thing before we go, if you're in a season of your life where you're no longer bleeding, if you're in perimenopause or menopause, or you've had a surgery to remove your reproductive organs, I really hope that you can begin to embrace this new transition in your life. I know it is one our society does not honor. And I think that that is why it is up to all of us to honor this season within ourselves and within each other. As women, we are death and life incarnate. Every month when we bleed, we shed what no longer serves us. And then like the seasons, we blossom in spring and summer and then begin to die off again in fall and winter. And so as we age and we lose touch with this menstrual process, I feel like it's even more important to continue honoring this death and rebirth process through the phases and the cycles that we do still have, through the moon, through our womb, and through our innate inner wisdom. It is up to wise women to share their knowledge, to connect with their womb and power and divine femininity, to bring us back to ourselves, to help younger generations understand their innate power so we can heal ourselves, our communities, and the collective. So as you embark on this new journey, find sisterhood, find women's circles, find places for you to share your stories with those young and old, because when women come together, a fire is ignited, lighting the way for those to come and lighting us all from within. If you'd like to continue the conversation with me, please find me on Instagram at Leslie Draffin or at the Light Within Podcast. Send me an email. Let me know how honoring your cycle is going for you. And to the listener who requested this episode, I see you. I love you. Thank you so much for reaching out. So much for listening and so much for sharing this beautiful topic with everyone. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I hope you feel so lit up right now. And as always, remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.